welcome to an episode of K-Talk, and today's subject is the universe's classroom. Okay, so today we're talking about the universe classroom, okay? Some people are like, what the hell does that mean? Um, But really, life is supposed to be challenging. It's not supposed to be easy. It's supposed to challenge you to consistently reach your higher self. What the hell is a higher self? Well, it's different for everybody, right? We all have different levels of what our higher selves are. So for me today, I want to talk about specifically challenges. So a long time ago, which kind of shifted my life, I would say, I heard Wayne Dyer say something that was very foundational. So you know, he is an, uh, he was an astute professor, philosopher. He wrote many books. Um, people came all over the world to hear him speak. And he always kind of talked about peace and purpose. And one of the things he said was that if you're ever looking for your purpose or you're trying to find it, look in the strife. So go through your life and look through the strife of what you've been through. And it helps to tell you exactly what your life purpose should be or what it should be about. So recently, I personally have decided to go through sort of an auditing, but y'all know how much I love that word, an auditing process, but it's a specific auditing process where I'm really just trying to understand and figure out my lessons. Like what are the lessons that I needed to learn that maybe I haven't? And when I came back from Italy specifically, this was more of a heightened experience. Why? Um, well, for the first time ever, I really kind of thought about marriage. So I was kind of thinking about this while I was in Italy. I don't really know why. Maybe it's the country of romance. I have no idea. And I was kind of going through like, why is it that I am not married? Or why is it that I'm not in a serious relationship? Or why is it that I don't have children? Yes, I started off that conversation very badly. I get it. Um, in in neuroscience that was all bad framing like why 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 not as if I'm accusing myself of not doing something I hear it I I know it and I'm owning it but the conversation I was having with myself was not even a conversation that I could actually tackle because I gotta open up Pandora's box now I do think that Bob Proctor is correct you know psychoanalysis is only good to some extent until you're going to make the change like the whole, the purpose of it is to find out what the problem is and make the change i talked about this in physiological stress but there is a secondary part of it and that's actually figuring out what the hell the problem is so when i was thinking about this a i don't have any space in my life currently i work like 16 hours a day mostly now on my business and various other things, um, and I'm taking on other tasks, plus I'm promoting a bunch of different things, so I don't really have the space. The second part of this is I've never actually given myself to anybody. So I've given parts of myself, well, obviously. Uh, That's why they keep coming back to the yard for them. No, I'm just kidding. But I've given parts of myself, but I've never given myself. I've never been vulnerable with anybody. And over the years, like, I've been kind of thinking about this, like, but I've never really given it much thought, but it's like, I've never given myself to anybody. And then, of course, I use the best excuse ever. Well, look at my parents. Like, how could you expect me to do better? I use them as my continuous excuse, which I learned in Indigenous studies, that after you reach the age of 18, you can't really blame them for anything because you have your life in your hand. 
And whatever you choose to do at that point, yes, has somewhat to do with them, but you're making all your own decisions. So I can't really use them as the catalyst anymore. I got to figure it out. And part of my not giving myself to anybody, so all these questions lead to another question, which leads to the root of my problem, is because for me, in my life, relationships are a strife. Like, you know, I've spoken about my parents' bad marriage, like the divorce, like just so many things about it. Um, And I've always seen marriage and I've always seen children as like a heavy burden that I don't really want to put up with. But I've also... And I thought that this was the problem. This was not my problem. I was kind of doing the math, right? Like I work extremely hard all the time. Um, and even in my relationships, I've worked myself out of relationships because for some reason when I get into a relationship, that's when I get crazy busy. And in the previous relationship that I just exited, the work was a problem. And it was a problem because I never gave any time to the person I was with. My excuse was I have to work or I need to go to work or I touch down at his condo, then I leave. Like, it's kind of a thing. And even in a relationship, I'm not really in one because, well, you can't be in a relationship with somebody you never see or really talk to. Um, And so I was doing the math. Like, I'm trying to put the equation together. And then consider it, if you will, like a breakthrough. I had a migraine for over five days. And... I don't think it really had anything to do with the relationship or the breakdown of my relationship or anything like that. I just had a migraine, like a very bad one. And nowadays, the migraines are getting worse. They are coupled with like dizziness, this rocking feeling like I'm seasick. It's a whole thing. And for five days, I think my brain stopped working. Like I I just, yeah, I was a shadow of myself. I couldn't really function. And then I went to, to the neurologist and he gave me these blue pills. Ironically enough, like the Matrix. And I started to take this preventative medicine. So one whole day, my brain had to rest. And then the next day, it was like, ta-da. Like, it was like, what the hell? Like, for the first time now, I'm hearing and seeing things a lot differently, okay? You're like, how does this all make sense? I'm about to tell you. And this is what I'm talking about, universal classroom. Everything matches up to what I'm going to say. So I have this awakening that happens, like which is just like incredible, like sort of like I, I don't know if my brain needed to rest, but it makes sense. So I went back down memory lane and I started to think about my actual problem with relationships. This has nothing, it does have to do with my parents, but it's not the problem that I had originally gave it. It's actually a lot more sinister than that. So when I was little, my mother stayed home um, and my dad worked and Uh, My family, although, like, middle class, my dad earned very good money. But um, money was very tight because I've spoken about this, and I have never done an in-length conversation, and I don't know if I ever will, about the gambling stuff. And so finances were not great. So when my mother basically depended on my dad and she took her pension early to make sure that I had food to eat and et cetera and et cetera and whatever. And so everything that she needed to do, it was reliant on him because mostly on him because his income was higher. So if my dad chose not to pay the mortgage or any of those things, my mom would be literally on the street. 
And for a while, I couldn't really, I didn't really get what my problem was. But then, you know, I always thought that it was, you know, because they had a bad relationship. So this is why I don't do relationships. It had nothing to do with that. My problem was, it was more of a dependency issue than it was a my parents relationship. I saw how depending on my father depleted my mother in every way including even in the divorce when he was trying to screw her over like it it just he like never stopped doing it so i've had this internal conversation with myself unconsciously for a while now and i've never really been able to tap into it so i'm now looking at it now as a grown person engaging in my own um relationships and what does it look like well it looks exactly like that. I am not interested in having a person take care of me or me having to depend on your income or whatever because if you decide to leave or whatever the hell happens, like I'm screwed. Now, that being said, I have a degree, multiple degrees. I know how to make money. So even if I was on my ass, I still would be able to do it. This is not a judgment call on anybody who is in the particular situation like my mother. But what I'm saying is I don't have to live the same life. I can choose to do something different. I can also, in knowing that I can make money and do these things, it really shouldn't be a factor in my relationships, but it is. Because at the bottom line, I know trust is my issue, but it's not just about trust. It's also about relying on somebody. I don't want to rely on somebody and I don't want to be put in a position or have a child and then sort of live a sliding life because it's always been my um my personal thing is I don't want to be like that and the reason that I'm saying I'm calling this the universal classroom is because this is a lesson that I have never been able to learn or really get or fathom and in every relationship that I've been in I've always presented quite frankly a one-dimensional character that isn't really truly myself um Part of that was steeped, I think, in, you know, the weight gain over over years. And now I've lost weight and my mental has shifted. Actually, everything has shifted. But, you know, I'm more confident and secure in myself. I'm also confident and secure in what I need to bring to the table versus what the other person wants. And the other day I said it, like, you know, I've always dated people that really have a lot of money. Uh, occasionally I've dated someone who doesn't. But generally... That's what I've always done because similar, I think I was using the ideology of my mom, like, okay, well, good income means, but it doesn't. Good income doesn't mean anything. Good income at the end of the day means you have good income, but it doesn't mean that you're spending it appropriately. Now, I've been lucky to not date people that are addicts, although I have dated one or two. Mm. But for me, where I am at the moment, I am thinking like, how can I move forward? Like, how can I date successfully without that? It, it, like, I think for a lot of times, a lot of people, myself included, I'd like to use the card of, I'm not good enough, that's why. But the I'm not good enough sometimes is a cover, sometimes it's true, but sometimes the issue is a lot deeper. Now, I also have the conversation of I'm not good enough. So I'll give y'all a brief example. I'll probably talk about this on the podcast at some point, but. So there was, there, there's this guy that I have liked for a very long time and, um, I have never been asked ever by him to be his girlfriend. 
I don't think my weight necessarily has ever bothered him. Like, this is just my opinion. I could be wrong. But I just think, which is interesting, it's more so a personality thing than it is an aesthetic thing with him and I. Like, I think he's never asked me because, well, somebody put it to me in a nice way. Would you want to date you? Probably not. Um, but for a long time, I've always chalked this, like, so I have a lot of animosity towards this person. And I think a lot of the time it's been me sort of thinking in the back of my mind, like, he doesn't think I'm good enough to be his girlfriend. He'll ask other women, but he'll never ask me because he doesn't think I'm good enough. However, and that's been my conversation for a long time. It's made me angry. I've gone through different things. I can definitely tell you when it comes to emotional intelligence, I was definitely lacking it in that conversation. Now, fast forward to of recently when I tackled this conversation of why you've never asked me to be your girlfriend. Now, I obviously feel like I should put this somewhere as a question and just be like, why? But then I also feel like I'm not going to do that because A, that's low emotional intelligence. It's also really a low frequency thing to do. And I'm in a particularly good place with myself. But aside from that, why do I even care? Like, why, why does it matter to me why you didn't ask me to be your girlfriend? And why does that make me feel like I'm not good enough when in knowing that I am more than good enough, I have more to bring more, I have more to bring to the table other than just buying the damn table. And furthermore, I am really pretty. So what is your problem? So I thought about this and I was thinking of confronting. I did not. But then it realized, like, it occurred to me that maybe truthfully he feels like he's not good enough for me because the truth of the matter is beauty and aesthetics aside which he is really good looking that's how come i always get into trouble but anyways but beauty and aesthetic aside you have to be a person of substance i'm not particularly sure although i've known him for a very long time how much substance he really does have i mean i know he's on a substance but i don't know how much substance he really has and I think about it sometimes, like, I don't know why, like, I've never been asked, but is this something I really want to do? Like, is this, is this a relationship that I personally really want to pursue? I honestly can't even answer that. Part of me would like to be in a relationship with him, but part of me knows damn well that a relationship with him is like making personal real estate deals with the devil. It may not work out, but I also have to be fair and say that life has a way of changing people. Karma and the things that you do, specifically him, I'm pretty sure that he's been getting the bottom of the barrel because you just can't operate like that all the time. And the reason that I'm saying that all of this, or I'm calling this the universal classroom, but this is going to be posted on Tuesday, so it is personal, is because I am now seeing how my life has come full circle. I am now dealing with the things that I should have dealt with a long time ago, but then again, nothing happens. Um, nothing happens with on time I don't even know the saying right now but what I'm saying is you kind of have to see how life lines up like my question is not why was I never made your girlfriend my new question is like I don't even know if I wanted that I don't I don't think I did I think I just kind of liked you know hooking up with you on a Wednesday like I don't know like but I don't I don't think I necessarily wanted that um, but I also feel like the reason that, you know, he's not interested in or wasn't interested in that with me in the past was because I do think I have a lot of personal change that I need to make. I am aware of this. Mind you, we're always changing, but I 
want to get really good at balancing out emotion. And I actually don't have a choice. I have to because of all the physical stress that I've recently been under. And, you know, the fact that, quite frankly, I could potentially lose my brain. All these things are super important to me. And I think I, you know, I'm doing a checklist of where I want to change. I think, you know, I want to really develop a personal relationship with myself but actually fall through and do it, not just say I'm developing a personal relationship because I've also done that. Like, I'm really working on myself, and I'm really not. It's just, yeah, it's just a thing to say. But I'm moving away from that. I really want to become more solid in myself, and I really want to understand what the universe is teaching me. And I feel like recently what the universe is really trying to teach me is, A, unpack your suitcase, B, recognize your your triggers. And C, why does it matter how somebody else feels about you? That is what I need to do. And it's not because you're not good enough. Like, what is it? Why do you put so much um, emphasis on another person's feelings? Because what does it really matter? How he feels about me is kind of uh, redundant. Like, it's how I personally feel really good about myself. And that's what I want to keep working towards. And... I'm just, I just want to understand my universal lesson because I think once you understand your universal lesson, I think then you can open up new chapters, but I think there is no opening of a new chapter. And I heard Dr. Joe Dispenza say this, and this really said everything to me. You cannot be a new person doing the old person things. That was everything. So the way that I used to handle situations, I'm no longer going to handle them that way. I am running a new program and that's what I really want to do because I think universally all the things that have happened to me are lessons that I need to work from. Like I need to basically go back in time and work from within side of those lessons. And that's all I have to say today. As always, thank you guys so much for listening and we will chat super soon.